are you? All right. And who are you is back. What is this? The it's the fifth episode, I think. It's amazing. This is where shit really goes down. That's right. Because I got my old buddy <laughs> here, in the, here in the studio. <laughs> uh, her name is Kristen Susson. That's right. Hi. She's a goddamn improviser first class. <laughs> We've been doing improv together since the 90s. That's right. Right? That's so many years, Ted. It's a lot of years. Solid work. It's solid work. <laughs> We're so we're so blessed to have taken this journey together. Yeah, not so. not completely together. We had our own lives in some ways. Absolutely, branched out and always came back together. Because here we are. Here we are. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that maybe we hadn't talked in a few months or years. No, but that's not true. I just been talking to you recently. That's true. Yeah. But even so, I there like have been the chunks drama. of our lives. What? Chunks of our lives apart. Yeah. Chunks of sure. things happen. Whole big chunks. Yeah. We don't know each other that well, do we? No, because when I met your <laughs> no, brothers doing D&D, I was surprised by a lot of stuff. Really? Yep. So here's what happened. I, my brother, Tony, he's really into D&D, and he got me into D&D. And then I started DMing, which means you're a dungeon master. And then I thought, who would have fun in this experiment? And I got Kristen Susson to do it. She played a delightful character. Uh, uh, what were you? You You're were so like a sweet. gnome. You were a gnome? I was a gnome that could uh, build things, like a weird little boxes. And yeah, you interesting had things. things you built that turned into weapons. Yeah. And shields and things like that. And I was so bad at the game. I loved it. I loved... Everybody participating. Yeah. I love the idea of it. Yeah. But the minute I'd pull out a sword or something, it, everybody'd it, be like, it's not your turn. It's not the right. Nope. Not like that. Yeah. It is a weird, <laughs> that's a weird mix, that game of left brain, right brain. Oh, my gosh. I have <coughs> a big chunk of brain missing. Which apparently. brain do you have? I, I think I have left, which is creative. Yeah. I think it's primarily left brain. Okay. With still holes in it. Like yeah. I, I struggle with that game because... You know, it has that reputation for being geeky and people who are really into detail mm. love doing it. I'm yeah. not like that at all. Really? But I like storytelling and I like setting up the adventure and everybody's character. I'll just have spend 20 minutes setting up you guys talking to each other and it's really more like theater. Yeah. But then I get to a battle and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there's an orc. He doesn't look happy. He's up on a hill. And then people ask me questions like, you know, oh, how far away is the orc? I'm like, oh, he's, he's got to be 20 miles away. No, <laughs> no I mean, he's got to be 10 feet. I don't know how far anything is from anything. And then I'd be like, do I roll now? Should I roll for the orc? What do I? Oh, <laughs> No, God. the orc is not you. You're oh, not the orc. Oh, no. You're battling. Uh, and, Sorry. Uh, so, you know, we're from a theater background. I guess that's fair to say. That's right. And so when it becomes this technical game... Yeah, detail That's, and yeah. measurement. and I'm getting better at it, but it is not, it is not like a, a, a slipper that fits right away for me. I, I loved what you did. Oh, I loved your you. stories. Oh, my God. Well, so thanks. fun to be in that world. It's fun to be in a world unlike our own. Mm -hmm. um, and I've heard you over the years tell some good rippers. You know what a ripper is? Like a, a yarn? Yeah, like, like a, a yarn. Like a real thigh slapper story? <laughs> like a thigh slapper. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of him as a ripper? 
Yeah, that's what that is. Ripping good story. A ripping good story. <laughs> uh, a ripping good time. And uh, you can always count on Chris and Susson for cracking up the group with stories. I heard one, and it might be in my imagination, and I might be a little bit senile at this point in my life. But didn't you tell a story where it was like high school, or it was like college or high school, maybe a little after? But you, the end of it was you up in a a tree. Oh, something? a tree! Yeah, for sure, that is a true That's thing. That's a thing that, that, I that happened, through. right? Yeah. Set it up for me. Well, Ted, I enjoyed parties in my 20s. Yeah. I loved them. And I think because I was at the Groundlings as well, I didn't mind dressing up. I verged on costume everywhere. I think that's healthy. Yes. I loved it. And Uh um, Betsy Johnson was right next door. Okay. I don't know if you know that designer and that store. I don't. She made some wild frocks. Oh, and yeah. I got a dress there that looked like a maid's uniform, a kind of a sexy, like, little yeah. black number with a yeah, little yeah, white yeah, lace, yeah, yeah. and I felt my best in so it. So this is, like, 90-something, right? Yes, exactly right. Yeah. And um, I went to a party with a lot of friends having a ball, and maybe it was the alcohol, maybe it was me just being petulant, I forget, but I went through a weird period of time yeah. where it gave me pleasure to run away from a party with no explanation. Right. Right? So no is there goodbyes. A term, there's a term like, uh, is it ghosting or is it... Uh, oh, I feel like there might be another term. Is it, no, ghosting is when you, you're in a relationship with somebody. Yeah, or whatever it is, and you just don't. You cut yeah. off communication. You don't ever... I love that. Yeah, so it was its own form of ghosting, where I would just right. disappear from a party. Let's make up a term for it. Um, um, scooting out. Sc- scooting out? Yeah. Okay. Scoot out. Like it's that. too right on the nose. Scoot maybe. out. Uh, Evacuate. Uh, yeah. Party evacuation. A back scoot. Back scoot. <laughs> maybe a back scoot. I like a back scoot better. <laughs> you have the image of like back going backwards. Mm-hmm, and you exactly. Just back scoot out. <laughs> <laughs> and so, the party had reached a certain kind of crescendo for me, and I what was kind like, of like what kind of building are we looking at? With it this is party? Oh, so like relatively close by. So I would say from the Groundlings Theater, where we are, um, it was well east past uh, Highland, you know, kind of over there, walkable, runnable, I forget. Might have even been by um, Paramount's over there on Melrose, right? Yeah. Might have been down that neck of the woods. Great party. I was three sheets and feeling myself in that dress and feeling a little wild. And I just ran in my Doc Martens out what of the party. Was, can I ask a question? You can. Do you remember what your your style of alcohol was at that point? At that point, uh, I think I was drinking Jack Daniels. Uh, nice. I loved it. That's as uh, whiskey as I go. If it weren't I for whiskey, I, I could still be drinking right now. Really? Whiskey was my Waterloo. Oh. I hit that whiskey, <laughs> and I never looked back. That is punishing. And now I don't drink anymore. Oh, no. It's because of the goddamn whiskey. Seriously. Got me. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. It's the Scottish blood and all the Welsh. That's it just triggered something. That's right. <laughs> all those, all those and you know what it triggered? DNA pulls. It triggered a little voice that says, just do some more. Do more. There's just not get enough. some more. More, more. There's got to be a pl- way to get some more. <laughs> you drank it all, Ted. Ah, uh, there's more somewhere. More still. I'll find yeah, it. Yeah, I'll get it. <laughs> I love that. Jack Daniels. So full of Jack Daniels in a great dress, running with Doc Martens. And I would run full bore. 
from the party, and it felt exhilarating. Yeah. And I felt like, I'm crazy. This is crazy. I'm just running through Hollywood. So you had no car, or did you have a car park? I did somewhere? have a car, but I'd gone with someone else. And I thought, oh. ha ha, when they go to look for me, they won't know where I am. <laughs> you I felt all, sneaky. I was crazy and sneaky. Yeah, you felt I sneaky. I loved it. Yeah. So I'd be hauling, hauling. And as I approached, I don't know if you remember, but when Santa Monica Boulevard had a lot of sex workers. Yeah, ever, sure, I think right still. Don't they? Maybe not around La Brea anymore. Oh, my gosh. But it's more sunset. Yes. I don't have a problem with sex work. I mean, I don't, I don't have either. that addiction, so I don't know oh, the yeah. details. <laughs> I've got other ones. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, they were still around a little, and I kind of ran through, and there were a lot of like, hey, I'm sure they thought I was I belonged there. <laughs> and my apartment wasn't so far away, and I was kind of still running and laughing. And the maid, like, you got a maid's outfit and on. And I have a little maid's outfit on. Yeah. And um, I'm feeling like, yes, I'm winning at life. And then a car <laughs> pulled up beside me, and a young man was suddenly beside me. Yeah. And he was like, hey, hey, get in yeah. the car. Yeah. But he, had come, he was not in the car. He said, they want us together. And I said, who, what? What? And then it occurred to me like, uh-oh, this is transactional. Yeah. And where did this fella come from? And I was like, no! And I ran. So there was a... Probably a, a prostitute yes. who said, "I'm gonna. This lady is dynamite. Sure, in her maid's outfit. Right. I'm gonna get. A, I'm gonna make some money with this one. Right. We're <laughs> and like a, a duo. Car had pulled up. Like I was. It was kind of triangulated. I was like, they could push me, and I may be in danger. So okay, let me get this straight. Yep. Uh, you were running. There was someone who said they want both of us. Well, a car pulled up, and I stopped thinking, up. oh, I bet it's someone I left at the party. Uh, ha ha, they yeah. missed me. Right. And I look, and I couldn't recognize who it was. Yeah. And then this young fella came up. He came adorable. up. He walked up. He walked yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but from, you know, relatively nearby. And he's, yeah, he said they want both of us. And I just, I didn't understand at first. And then it all began to slot into place. Yeah. And you I know sh- what I? Yeah. You know what? I'm I'm a little pissed off at that guy because I feel like you had an easy. Not that you wanted to make that transaction, but I, I think he was glomming on to your. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure, I think like, they pulled over because of a so maid convenient. running down it's the so street. It's so convenient. He comes up. They want both of us, do they? <gasps> right? How would I think he know? they just want the little maid. Ted, I never thought it through. Yeah, fuck that guy. Hey, fuck that guy. He's out there trying to glom on to That's people. That's crazy. But but I, I think he was the one reason. Like, if some shady dude had rolled his window down, I might have had a concern. Yeah. But the fact that it was like, oh, we'd all be together, it really <laughs> oh. made me pause. Like, oh, oh, this is a, what? Oh. And then I shouted no and kept running. Maybe that's how they do it. That's how they get you into prostitution. Maybe. Just a friendly fellow comes up and says, hey, you know what? You know who needs us and wants us right now? <laughs> This car that just pulled that up. gentleman, look how convenient. You can just look get at, right in. It's happening. Yeah. It's all happening. You look like you're in a great mood. Let's I, keep I it going. I was in such a good mood and, <laughs> again, bubbled with whiskey. All right. So you did not do that. No, I, di- I didn't do it. I shouted no. I kept running yeah. because I, then I was scared and I hit a wall and oh. I knocked the wind out oh, of myself. Oh, you hit a literal wall. I literally hit oh, a low okay. brick wall. Oh, no. Knocked the wind out of myself. Thought, oh, no, I'm going to be killed. Oh, no. Which, now the story's turning. Yeah. But then I kept running, and then I was delighted that I escaped whatever yeah. that was. Right. I ran away from the party. No one knows where I am. <laughs> and I was like, I'm so sleepy. Uh, and that is when I literally climbed up a tree. Yeah. I love to climb trees still. Uh, that was just off Santa Monica Boulevard. 
Right. Climbed up in it. Probably not the cleanest tree. I guarantee it was not. It yeah. was probably sooty and disgusting. <laughs> and I just, at first I was like, I've got a bird's eye view and I just loved it. And then woke up, belly over the branch, face wow. on the branch. Like flopped over? Like Yes. Had wow. clearly had a lovely few hours sleep, whatever it was. The light was coming up. And um, I hadn't died on the sidewalk, which is super lucky. That's very lucky. It's crazy. Yeah. I love that. That's almost like, that's like a Paul Thomas Anderson movie all wrapped yes. into one night. Yes. Like the, you know how Boogie Nights starts out and everyone's so happy. <laughs> right. And everything's and just great. Devolves. And just it goes down and down. <laughs> and then you totally. hit the wall. You literally hit a wall. I literally hit a wall. Like the critics would be like, come on. She Too literally much. hit a wall. Nobody can really sleep in a tree. Yeah, no if one. They're drunk. How do you? <laughs> I don't know how it happened. My body just knew what to do. You just had a really a cup, a loving tree that just <laughs> cupped you somehow. It held me safe. <laughs> and say- I wonder, like, because I don't have memory of leaves. Like, yeah. I wonder how many people walk by, drove by, and just saw a little maid asleep in a tree. <laughs> I wonder <laughs> if anyone or no yeah. one clocked it. Because so this would have been Sunday morning. Or I would assume so, yeah. yeah it's either probably, Saturday or Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I um, would have said, like, you have churchgoers, but not in Hollywood right no, there. No, not in Hollywood. I mean, not to diss Hollywood on a Sunday morning, but... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think Somebody anyone who saw you was like, yep, that tracks. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's I wonder what she'll have for breakfast. <laughs> that mm. happened to me last week. <laughs> That's right. Shit. That's a good treat. Oh, man. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Well, we, we were just, I wanted to hit you up on this because I love our generation, uh, because we're a similar age. Yeah. The generation X, I guess. Uh, yeah. and our decade was kind of the nineties totally. and the nineties doesn't get like a lot of love no. Maybe now, but it seems like the eighties gets a lot of love. Mm hmm. And I love the nineties. And whenever I say that, people are like, why? What? What do you love about the 90s, Ted? I guess it was because I was in my 20s. Yeah. And I was kind of free and like, Same. You know, I, was, I was like, metaphorically, I was just running down the street going, wee, wee, <laughs> hitting a wall <laughs> <laughs> and no repercussions. Nope. But I guess, I guess it's more about whenever you're that age, that's a nice decade for you, maybe. Yeah. You know? That's true. I like I this decade. It. I mean, I like, I like life. I'm I a do lover too. of life. Yeah. Uh, in every stage. Yep. But, uh, yeah, there was something about the... And I feel like, you know, I, maybe we were naive as a country, but there wasn't a lot of politics that I noticed. Oh, my gosh, Ted. Not like now. Not like now. And not even like, you know, through Nixon or yeah, Kennedy. That no one felt was guilty. There was not a big guilt thing no. about anything. No. We were just running around being jackasses. <laughs> Idiots. And the music was kind of fun. Like, I was such an 80s... Yeah punk loving lady but that really? was high school right and then here come the 90s and i also love pop music real trashy pop so did you ever get into grunge at all yes yeah i was too. a pearl jam freak and nirvana for sure <clears throat> yeah i loved all that stuff yeah and that was the pop see to me that was that was cool because it seemed felt like alternative really weird alternative music was suddenly the top 40 music right but maybe that's every generation thinks that I bet, right. Like, Don't we're fucking the system. Oh, my God, now yeah. we own the system. We got our music we in there. It. Suck it. <laughs> yeah. I'm running as fast as I can down Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> oh. Nirvana rules. Forget about it. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Something to it. I don't know. Do you remember anything particular about... And I also like answering machines. Anyway, you go Oh, my ahead. gosh. What do you think about that? I loved answering machines. Yeah. Like, when I was in college, my roommate was from California. I went to USC. Yeah. And she was real pretty and together and rushing a sorority and would come home and be like, Kristen, you're not allowed to leave the outgoing message anymore. Oh. And I was like, what? Why? Why? She's like, they're too jokey and weird. Yeah. My, my friends are like weirded out by it. And I was like, I totally get it. I will not do it again. And then I would immediately sit down the minute she left the room and record just like, welcome. Like some I, I actually really enjoyed my outgoing message Did you? Did you well. change them a lot? <clears throat> I had one that, you might even remember this one if you ever called me back then, but I thought it was a stroke of genius. <laughs> And all it was, was I just got really into the emotion of gratitude and thankfulness. And then my message was like, like this, like, beep, I'm so glad you called. <laughs> Leave me a message. That rings this a bell. This is Ted Michaels. <laughs> and I just acted out like I was the most happy I've ever oh, been. Oh, it's a beautiful way and to do it. And people loved it. They I were bet. like, oh my God, thank you so much. They would thank me. <laughs> It's like, so well, that's, joyful. everybody gets it. And were they often like, oh, hey, Ted. Oh, oh. Because they thought it was you answering. Because who uh, puts real emotion? I think my, I think my machine was clunky and, and staticky enough that I think they, they got it. They knew what was happening. Yeah, they, they got it. What a uh, breath of fresh air with your joy. I love that. <laughs> Do you remember any of your outgoing uh, messages? I, they were all ridiculous. It was all stuff like... Uh, hey, just leave a... What? What do you want? Oh, no! And then I would pretend actions were happening or whatever. Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. That's good. And Harper, my daughter, had one forever that was like, welcome to the such and such mortuary. I think that was her first <laughs> on her cell phone. So your home was a mortuary. Uh, it wasn't an outgoing message for our home, but it was her cell phone, and she was a young girl. Yeah. So if anyone called that was adult, they were like, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no. Why is that the case? <laughs> But you've encouraged a, a lovely uh, sort of rascaliness, yes. I think, in your daughter that she definitely inherited. Oh, I hope so. From you. <laughs> I hope so. I hate to break it to you. Mm. Um, let's see. Oh, this, you know how Facebook sends out those things to you sometimes? And like, here's, here's something your old friend posted 48 years ago or oh, whatever yes. it is. And I got one of those from you. Oh, and it right, was yeah. it was a challenge, like say ten things about yourself or something like that that people don't know. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. I, I love that. I w I tried to save it. There's no way to save it. No, they're elusive. Uh, but I remember one of them. Tell me. And it's a it's the why I'm asking you this question. I have heard from this list that you're actually a, a decent fisherman. Oh, that's right. And I really am because I, I grew up you. on Cape Cod, Ted. Um, Do you have any fishing oh, stories? Yes, I'm trying to think. Let's see. I mean, it was just picture me a tomboy on a jetty at my grandmother's. She lived on the beach, and I'd just stand up there and fish for ages. I guess with, like, fishing old is inherently rods. uneventful, and you want it that way. Yeah, you don't want like a big story happen. Like the only story that's going to happen is you see a body in the water. Right, well, you know, that would be dynamite. That would be great. Sad for the body, but I would be so into it. <laughs> Um, the one, you know, you remember Paul Young? Yeah. Like Cheryl's yeah. first husband um, and a dynamite manager. Uh, he, I think, as Did like a Did he find perk, a body? 
What? Did he find a he body? He did find a body. Oh. God, I wish that was the oh, okay. case. No, he took me fishing when I was oh. his client. No shit. Yeah, and I was like, this dude's fucking like in cool. the like in the Santa Monica Bay. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was some chartered boat, and he was like, "Come on out," and they were like, "You can't pee." Don't there? And I was like, "Yeah, no trouble." Uh. It was a lot of men, and they just assumed I had no idea what was going on. And then um, <laughs> I know how to like yeah. you. You know, you just subtly put your finger on the line, and you can feel any pull. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. So it's, see it's your you finger on with your the line. Finger on the line, and if there's any little tug, you don't necessarily see it on your rod, but you'll feel it in your finger. Is that where finger on the pulse maybe comes? No, that's that can't know. be from there. Finger on the line, toe the line. No. No, sorry. It's not that. It's all right. It's all right. But I got a crazy bucking bronco of a fish. Yeah. And I was in, like, and they couldn't believe it. And I was reeling it, and I would let it go a little bit to hook it yeah. more. Yeah. And, then reeling, and also reeling wear it. it out, right? Yeah, exactly yeah. right. But it turned out to be a skate, a massive, like, a uh, ray kind of skate. Yes, fish. like a, all, a manta ray. Yeah, and it's yeah. all resistance. Yeah. Um, so. so it's like pulling in a, uh, like a, a kite yes. through the water. That's it's just exactly dragging. right. All drag. It was, it was wild. Do you eat those? No. And no. you throw it right back. I mean, I think people do. They like do, yeah. skates they do, I know. I don't know if it's the same thing. But um, I was very sad because the guys pulled it in the boat. They were like, we can't believe you pulled that in. And then kind of let it on the boat. And the dog that was with us sort of was going after it. And I was like, don't do that. Put it back. Put it back. It's oh, not no. a fish we're going to eat. And so we did. A dog? Yeah, they had a dog on like board. That. It was like, the, you know, the guy's boat and his dog. And Okay. But don't torture a sea creature yeah, with no. your dog. Yeah, it's your fish. You've got to decide life or death on That's that. That's right. you got to be thumbs up, thumbs I down, called thumbs it. down. Yeah, you called it. I said back to the sea for this let, one. It let put that up a good skate fight. live. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. And then a dead body floated by covered in seaweed. Oh, okay, no. good. No. Oh, shit. I wish it did. Uh, let's see. Oh, we here's a lot of memories I have with you is traveling around to different improv festivals oh, and stuff. Oh, for sure. And I went with you on a couple of them, but I know everybody was... This is when there was money in the world for things Remember? like this. Remember? Oh, my gosh. And uh, people... So what it is, I think they still have them here and there. But someone would get an idea, like, we're going to have a festival in Toledo, and we're going to make <laughs> right this on. thing. This is going to be the biggest thing ever. Yeah. And what kind of cheap entertainment can we get? Let's just fly in these improvisers. Right. And we'll put them up somewhere, and they'll do their thing, and there's no overhead. and Right. And they'll be so psyched to be flown out. Yeah. And they'll put on a great show. There's one in Miami, props. I remember we did. Yes. That was fun. Oh, my gosh. Did, did you, you ever do a Del Close one in Chicago? Uh, Yep. That I loved. Yep. yep. That was a good experience. Those were fun. And then there was one in Austin. Yep. I did yep. Austin. What was the, did you ever go into the weird little ones or anything like that? Yes, for sure. Yep. Yeah. What is the one? It's in Amish country. Like, you think that is oh, not part of it? The Lancaster Improv yes. yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did do that one. That I think we might have been on that wild. together. Yeah. I feel like we were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that, it was in a church, like a, it was in a, a church. converted church. Yep. And they were like, it'll be fine. You just go And it up. smelled like cut wood, like they had just put this church just up. Just raised it. And they were so excited. Yes. Remember? And then yes. The, who was the guy? Abraham was the guy. That's right. Showing us around. And he showed us how they fitted the wood together. 
Yeah. And it was so quiet in there. It was beautiful. So beautiful. And he was so proud of his workmanship. Yeah. And then he showed us like the little riser stage. That's right. Where we would do our... And it was little. Remember, it wasn't so high. Yeah. And especially because the audience was going to be in the pews. And they were in the pews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would only see us from chest up almost if someone was in I remember like they introduced us and uh, first of all, we, we, we were like... You guys sure? Because we're kind of like a rated R. That's right. And uh, Abraham, and we asked Abraham, and he was like, "No, go for it." Yeah. They wanted the dirty stuff. <laughs> they did. Remember his wife Sarah? Yeah. Oh, we so. saw her peeking from. Yes, yeah, so I, I forget what that part of the the sacrosanct whatever. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, was peeking, and at first I was like, "She's not going to like it." Right. The dirty stuff. The, oh, she was peeking in the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. right. She was outside, wasn't yes. she? <gasps> and yeah. I, I was so worried that night. But Abraham just kept goading. I know he was telling he you. Was, like, he shouted out the dirtiest good. suggestions. <laughs> he did. And they loved it. They all loved it. It was so fun. I was so surprised to look out. And, and especially when it started, they started with a prayer, which I w- thought was like, it kind of, well, it's not That's that I know, I'm not religious tone. or anything. Same. It's just the tone. Yeah, I thought they're not going to be good for to this. To go from a prayer to yes. like a really in-depth. He thanked us for coming. He yes. individually, you know, pointed us out and said, you know, like Kristen, you with your bright eyes. I think was the thing he said. Or uh, he did. I was and so then, uh, flattered by I think by it was it. me with my jaunty cap. Your jaunty cap. Something like he had something for everybody. Yeah. He yeah. was just telling God about us, and he was so thankful we were there. And then it's like, we were all like, wow, this feels like a real community. And then we did an improv show. Yes. It was a little bit, we had to ramp up to that. Yes. But they loved it. We killed. They loved it. And you, we spent the night. Spent the night. Not anticipating. And we were supposed to go back to the Holiday Inn and did not. No, we because it was so fun. Yes. And the food was amazing. Amazing. Home cook. I mean, obviously. Right. Home, home cooked. And that's when I knew we'd won with Sarah. Yes. She giggled. Do you remember her giggling over that cornbread and those greens? That's right. It was so And no crazy. one like could get it out of her what she was giggling about. Right. And then right. she, we finally got it. And it was like, uh, you know, she said the uh, the blacksmith scene. The blacksmith That you had done. <laughs> and you were just ripping on, uh, you know, blacksmiths. Right. You know, and they loved it. And it was so like body blacksmiths in their, you know, um, aprons, but yes. what's below? You exactly. know, they could not get Oh my God, they were and the dying. ting, ting, <laughs> ting, <laughs> that sound effect for, They yeah. loved it. I mean, it's like that <laughs> laughter of recognition. That's Because right. they were like, we deal with blacksmiths all the time. Right. You know? Yeah. And they couldn't believe it. That, it was, was, so, that, that, was, that was a great, that, that, really that's, that really felt reciprocal where the audience was giving as much as we Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got. The, the worst one Oh shit! You were there. You were in this one too. Yeah, which one? Uh, and we might have blocked it out of our brains, but the Amazon one, when oh. we were down in the, there was well, a. Do you remember how sick I got? Oh, we were we were all we were all grossly sick. Yeah, I think we all had malaria or something like that. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was malaria adjacent. Yes. Because I, I think th- malaria would still be with us if we got that. That's Wouldn't, right. I don't. But know we anything. were bitten, and our oh, bloodstreams we were, were affected, and we were all. Just out of our mind. Like, yeah. you were hallucinating. Yes. Yeah. I and was. And still performed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was the only time I was hallucinating. I've never done drugs before a show, but this was from fever. 
It was insane. And I didn't know I had a fever because it was so <laughs> humid. Yeah, right. Everything it blended together. Swampy. Oh, God. You know that in the crazy shack hotel they put us in? Yeah. Not to diss Brazil in the, you know, no. but when you get outside of Sao Paulo, you get outside of Rio de Janeiro, we were pretty deep. We That bus jungle. ride. We were out. It was a bus ride. Yep. But... You know that scene from Apocalypse Now? He's in the hotel in Hanoi, and yes. he's just going crazy. Yes. That when I went into my hotel room, I was like, "Oh, well, that's where here we are. This is going to happen." Oh shit! And yes. I, I didn't break a mirror. Thank goodness. But you know, I could have easily. The, we heard you like howling deep into really? the night. Yeah, Brian went and checked on you a few times. Really? And you were like, I don't need you. Oh, man. It, but not in a, a menacing way. You were sort of going in. I you think I, I got mean? slipped some peyote or something. But I know peyote, peyote's hard to slip people because you got to really, it's like a ceremony and all that. Oh, it was some yeah, other yeah, drug. Yeah, I guess so. I know what, like ayahuasca? Maybe. But, I mean, we were throwing up that much. I feel like it almost could yeah. have been ayahuasca. If you had said to me, now, did you guys go to an ayahuasca ceremony or did you go to an improv festival? I'd be like, I think it was ayahuasca. an ayahuasca ceremony. <laughs> I'd be with you. I saw things. And it, at one point, like, it was so bad by the waterfall we went on before the show. Like, remember we oh, went yeah. for that weird hike barefoot? Because yeah. they were like, shoes won't do. No, shoes. Shoes, you'll slip. You don't something need them, about just shoes. your feet. Yeah. And it was like, really? So lost my shoes uh, yeah. on that trip. Right. But that it was like, we were just so tripping out of our minds. And there was, there was some god or something that they were afraid of. <gasps> I don't know. Yes. But it was like, I think it was a god of the jungle. The jungle god, Obankawa. Obankawa. It was Obankawa. Yep. Do you remember? <sighs> Now you say it. I swear I saw Obankawa. You know I what I mean? I think I did too. They said it so much. Yeah, I think I saw Obankawa. Oh my God. And I feel like that's when we were coming home and we were all still kind of feverish. Oh, I haven't really talked about sickly. it since then, but yeah. No. Obankawa. And he had like the head of a, a goat. Goat. And, and the, the body, body of, of a, a, um, a, sh a shepherd. Yeah, a shepherd. Weirdly. And they say yeah. it was because, you know, at the beginning of time, the goat had gone batshit and ripped the head of its master. Yep. And become one with it. Which is not the best kind of God. I don't I don't no. know. But maybe it's that time of year. I think they maybe rotated what gods they were into. And we yeah. were there in their winter, which is our summer. Right. Something like that. That was still. I, I didn't. I, I lost track of everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I doubted. I doubted so much when I came back. It yeah. took me a long time for reentry. Yeah. People say like. Do go to the jungle, do ayahuasca, you'll be more sane. Right. I, say, mm, I don't know. Nope. Be careful. Yep. If you don't think it's an ayahuasca ceremony and you think it's an improv festival, <laughs> right. you might come back like, ugh. Yeah. And Just, there was a show. Like, I yeah. know there was a show, but also, when did it begin? When did it end? Like, it was yeah. so fluid and it was, weird. Yeah. I have no sense of. I remember one scene. Me and you were just like at a bus stop in London, and we were doing English accents. Oh God! And they were dying. You know, some about the English accent. Dying. Yeah. It just sounded so silly to them. Yeah, they thought it was Monty. I think they had Monty Python. They knew Monty Python. That's right. And I was trying to play off that. That's right. Yeah. Hello, ma'am. 
Hello. Bus is coming. Hi. Oh, I could wait for the bus all day. Yep, that's and kinda, they were that's the vibe. Howling. They loved it. See, now it's so funny you say that I'd forgotten all about it. Yeah. And I just thought it was like a weird dream memory. No, nope, that, that was a true that was, thing. I think that was a true thing. We improvised together. That I, that's one of the Lord. few things. Yeah, that I think was real. That is that. so crazy, right? But that's real. I don't know if kids today get the experience of going to these festivals. It's pretty fun. It's so fun and playing with different people you don't expect and like that have different styles. I loved it. Yeah, it's so fun. Yeah. Um, here's something that I just recently found out about because you had kind of kept it a secret. Mm-hmm. But you have a daughter. I and, do. and you and your daughter, um, you guys got into like, uh, you got into uh, like crime fighting. We did. Didn't you? We sure did. I love that you know how, that. Well, I'm we trying to think to how it. I do know that. I think you mistakenly sent me an email that you thought was going to your daughter That's or something like right. that. Yes. And it had a list of like culprits in the neighborhood that you yes. were. Yes. Exactly. It's so so it's, crazy. it was like you guys were like neighborhood watch, but on steroids. Well, exactly. And it is such a freaky thing. Like, you know, as a mother, you don't know what you're getting, right? You have a baby uh, right. as a father, too, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, but you just don't fathers know what you're don't, getting. Fathers, fathers don't pay don't attention. Fathers don't, they they don't, don't know. pay attention. Um, but I, honestly, I would walk her around the neighborhood in her stroller, Ted. Yeah. And that's when I first noticed, like, she would fixate on a person. Some people would walk by and uh-huh. didn't even seem to notice. But she would fixate and she would point Oh. at a, a man that lived in our neighborhood Ooh. And I would be like, you put your hand down. Like, I just, because yeah. I thought, this is rude. What about it? Was his face or what was it? And he was kind of nondescript. I would not, you know, just a brown-haired fella in his late 50s, early 60s. Yeah. And um, she was absolutely, like, if I would try to go a different way as a baby, she would, pre-verbal. Right. And, boy, we'd go by his house because it was just easier and she'd be quiet. And then she would just look and look and not want to pass it. And it turned out he had murdered his wife. Wow. And she was in the basement. Oh, my gosh. For real. Like and, you're, and so your daughter had, like, the sixth sense. Of she really did. Yeah. And, it, it, and it, I, she's always been a bizarrely good judge of character. Right. And, and even, you know, as a toddler and through grade school, she would get in trouble for, like, knowing the dark secrets of her teachers. Oh. Or she would just be able to read other kids like, he's lying, he did take your lunchbox, and I bet it's over there. Like, she right. really... I bet people really watched, watched their asses around her They did, after and they while. still do, I'm telling yeah. you. Um, even though she's a lot of fun. But yeah, and then we started to develop, you know, um, soon the police reached out in the valley. yeah. Because they know a good thing when they... Uh, they really did. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know that I want to involve my daughter. Right. Um, How far do you yeah, that's right. offer but up the talents? Yeah, there, a young you know. person. Yeah. And, you know, and me, because I had to drive her places. Well, yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, but I wasn't And you're not just going to say, hey, go on down to the police station and do your duty. That's right. I'm just going to stay at home and take a bath. That's right. And Can't that, do that. And that's what that list was, the, the, the Sherman Oaks police force right had said look you know your daughter has an innate bil- ability right and so here's a spot five like names culprits. and addresses yeah yeah and if that rings true let us know and how would she would you show her the names or would you take her around the 
the houses. You know, I would take her around the houses because the yeah. names, she didn't respond to the yeah. names necessarily. But if she could see the person's face oh. or even if the, from behind, you know, yeah. we had one lady that walked out of her house and down the street. And I mean, Harper started rattling off a list of things she had done Wow! based on her body language. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She's in college now, right? She is. Yeah. yeah. Is she doing uh, crime or is it more you know, something else? It's it's she's doing um political science, which I find very interesting. Oh, that's a little interesting. environmental yeah. studies. Um but you know, I feel like that's just gonna be with her always and she just has to learn how to navigate it. Sure. You know? It's like the X Men, you know, you got this power. And yeah. you got to learn how to deal with it. That's the main thing. Yeah, it, and it is, especially, you know, when people are in authority, whether it's a teacher or someone who runs, you know, the yeah. building you live in, it's really hard oh, to she, overlook. She could become a teacher. She would know everything oh, those students it. are doing. That's it would almost really be too much. Idea. Yeah, yeah. I guess a lot of jobs. Well, uh, the obvious one is policeman, but... I know, I, for a time, well, I didn't think of it. David, my husband, thought of it. He was like, well, what about, you know, gambling, like cards? Right. You know, you'd know everyone's tell immediately. That doesn't even have to be a career. That just can be something you do twice a year. I'm telling you. Stock up on the money. That's exactly right. And then do whatever you want. Yes. Okay. So we've had a lot of <laughs> ethics discussions yeah. um, in our home. Sure. To navigate all that. Right. And then, a nor- you know, when you have a child who doesn't have a power like that, you don't have to go into, you know what I mean? With great power comes great responsibility, That's right. right? That's like right. Spider-Man stuff. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Um, but she, she's taken to it and it doesn't scare her, which I'm, I'm grateful for. Yeah. She just honors it and handles it. There was one other um, story that I definitely want you to tell. Oh, okay. I wonder. And <clears throat> you, were, you were talking about bands in the 90s, but your favorite band... Yes. ...who was uh, I, uh, U2, right? Yes, I love U2. And they were huge. They were late 80s, they really hit. And oh, yeah. I remember, through, like, yeah. war, yep. But you actually went to a concert with those guys, and then you hung out. Yeah. You got to hang, hang out with Edge and Bono. And Bono, Bono. yeah. And Larry Mullen. Larry and then Clayton, right? Yeah, Adam the, Clayton, Adam the drummer. Clayton. Totally. So tell me about that. Where Was that in L.A.? Ted! It was in Utah, weirdly. Right. Because I'd flown out. Uh, there, um, A friend had a place there, and he also was a huge fan. So we got tickets. Yeah. And and it was just that. Like, the venue, like, oh, my God, at last I'm going to see them. Well, all. that's a great... I mean, it's a... L.A. is so hard to see shows in. It's almost better to go somewhere else, you know? It feels so special, yeah, yeah. to be elsewhere. It's, like, it's kind of cool. My uh, sister-in-law, they... Where, who did they see? But it was in, like... They went to South Africa. Elton John. Oh, my God. They went... No, Spain. They went to Spain... <laughs> Equally delightful. Yeah. Wow. They saw Elton John in Spain. That's crazy. And that was kind of like their their focus of their trip was, well, we got to be right. here in where, Barcelona or whatever yeah. to see Elton John. But then that was the excuse to see Europe, you know. Yeah. But that was like the linchpin. Sounds like that. Yeah. But you saw you two, you two. In Utah. Utah. <laughs> There's your T-shirt. It was so cool. Yeah, you two in Utah. It was such a good, crazy show. You know, we all know they put on a ridiculous what show. What year was this about? Uh, 2004. Okay. 
I would say, so yeah, after yeah, yeah. Zuropa, after right. Rattle oh, and Hum, mm-hmm. all those big and albums. We were in, um, oh God, what was the album? Forgive me, I should know it. it well, yeah, it was, well, they kind of hit their peak, and then after, like, I don't know much of them after Rattle and Hum. Oh, they still are making such great music. Yeah, yeah. I've got to go. No, to I know sphere. they are. But, um, yeah. Oh gosh, it's so funny because I have I still wear the T-shirt periodically from that show. Um, it's got like all the little red icons on it. Um, but uh, yeah, I went. We were there. Yep. Not great seats. Okay. But you know how they've always been very visual as well. Sure. They're always filming in yep. and out of the crowd. Right. And you know, uh, when he was singing the word, you give me something I can feel. Oh, that's later. No, that was that song. One of them, he was saying, right. you. And I think, yeah, pointed at me. It's a beautiful day, that era. Gosh, yes, that feels right. Exactly. With the it's tipping a beautiful stick. day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, it was exactly okay, that. Okay. And he, we can look at home. You can look up what year I'm going was. to because it's going to yeah, drive yeah, me crazy. Yeah, yeah. But he pointed, I want to say 2008 or something like that. Yes, so it's probably later. What a dope. Um, but he pointed into the crowd, and then yeah. as big as life, my face was behind him. You can see what? it on YouTube. It's insane. What? Yeah. Uh, and, and just the minute, like, it was so weird and just grinning and trying not to be an idiot. It was like, ah. And uh, he just kept pointing. And they had, a, like, a pinpoint camera, like a long-range exactly. camera. Yeah. That just found... At faces in the crowd, and it happened the whole night. And you addressed like, especially for this. As I show, do, as you do. Yeah, it was like a zip up one, like um, what are they called? Coveralls. Almost, Coveralls, yeah. Which now have come back into fashion. In of a course. Big way. But they were like just pure, like um, metallic. Yeah. Like a purple, like silver, a, like a metallic. space lady. Total space lady. Like and I had space the little lady. Spacey buns. Yep. Because that was my that was my pleasure, um, and. Uh, some good lashes. I really had some good lashes for that show. But, um, and a fur, a crazy fur purse. Right. That I loved. But anyway. Yeah. So we're freaking out. Then you're so engaged, you feel like you're part of the show. And then a big, giant dude in a suit. Whoa. Taps us. And the show's still going. Yeah. And I'm like, don't distract me. He called my friend and I, Buddy and I, back. Oh. And took us, and we're like, what? And he's like, Bono wants to see you. Whoa. And so the two of us, he down some stairs and like below the arena. We could yeah. still hear the show going. And I was like, I'm missing out oh, in no. my mind. Yeah, no. you're, you're at once happy, but then you're also like, can we wait till That's after? That's right, till the end. They wanted you preloaded for backstage. Yeah, he was like, you'd never get out. It'd take too long. Oh. And, uh, and so there we were. What a spread. Yeah. There were like six other people. And one, by the way, which is hilarious, was Tom York from Radiohead. Do you, are you a Radiohead freak? <laughs> forget like it. Me? I mean, uh, that one right there, I'd be like, forget you too. I'm telling Here's you. Here's Tom York. I almost fell on the floor. What's I Tom was York doing fan? back there just eating their stuff? I know. He was alluding to doing something with Adam. Weirdly, right, and like as, yeah. he, as it was as a great bass player, yeah, yeah. So um, it was wild and just a great spread. And then that was it. The band, you know, finished. We could hear it. Yeah. I was surprised at how fast they're back downstairs. Yeah. Oh, really? It yeah. was like they were. It was just set they up. They get shuttled out. Like yeah, I yeah. don't. I don't understand any of that. But right. they were back and so fresh. Like 
Really? Doing that two-hour-plus concert d- took nothing out of them. No kidding. No, I would think I would really need to decompress. Oh, my God. Yeah, and Bono gave, he was like, there you are, and gave me a giant smackaroonie on the cheek and my friend Buddy. Oh. Same thing, like, like nice. old friends. Yeah. A big smack on the crazy. cheek. <laughs> it was so crazy. And then, yeah, we spent ages, and Tom York stuck around. I thought he's going to... Now, is he He's a quiet guy, or what's he like? Tom He's, York? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And surly looking. And I felt like okay. he, weirdly, I, I was like, I will not trouble Tom York. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I could fan he out He puts on out him. the energy of like, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm coming up with weird lyrics and leave me yeah. alone. Yeah. Yeah. And so he and Adam talked for a while, but then he like slowly, like Bono's so charismatic. Yeah. And the edge is such fun. Like you get pulled into their orbit. And Did you're, Tom it's York? Amazing. Back walk out? He, uh, you'd think Is he that the name scoot. we had? You'd think he'd try to back scoot. Back scoot? Did he but back? But he did not. Oh. He stayed. So then it literally was Buddy, myself, all the members of U2, and Tom York. Wow. Late that night, we went back to the hotel. You went back to the hotel with them? Absolutely. They were so friendly. Oh, that's so And nice. do you know how we got to the hotel? No. Helicopter. What? I've never been in a helicopter. That must have been like a 30-second flight. Time. It was, yeah, it was super short. I can't tell you where we were. In well, terms they, have of the, like, uh, they have the landing pads on top of the yeah, buildings. Yeah, and that's, we landed on the hotel after the concert oh venue. God. It was so, yeah, what a night. What That's a, a great night. night. I mean, and you could think back to when you were running down the street on Hollywood Boulevard. Right? That night. That yeah. was a kind of night. And then you could think about the U2 Tom York night. Yeah. Very different. Who opened up? He finally did open up once he trusted Oh, he Buddy did? I. Yeah, because we could talk our talk with music. We knew stuff and appreciated the work. Oh, and also, I would be so he nervous. He's a goose. I know. He, knows, he probably knows a lot, right? He knows so much. About music and stuff? Yes, he does. But he's not lordly about it, which I right. like. Like, he'll, he'll get in there. I like to... Okay, this has been amazing. But I do always like to end... Yes. Not that we have to end right now, but uh, I... I have like a thing called hypotheticals oh. where I ask you a hypothetical question. Okay. And they're very hypothetical. Okay. This is never going to happen. Okay, cool. But I just had one. I was like, imagine, because you're in the fashion and stuff, I right? Am. You're like dressing up. But uh, what if you were like, let's say the entire world became a dictatorship. Yes. Okay. Uh, under one ruler. And that ruler, uh, horrible as it is, evil. This this person is. I'm not going to say if it's a man or a woman. I okay, don't know. cool. We don't a, know. A wretched dictator of some sort. Yeah, it could be anybody. But they say to you, they pick you for some reason, and they say, Kristen, you have to dress the world. Oh. And you only get three outfits. Because oh. I, I want there to be, you know, I don't want there to be too much variety. Uh. What would be the three outfits that everyone would be required to wear? Oh, man. I feel so bad because I'm going to impose my taste. Well, you and have people to. People aren't you're being forced. Like this is a hypothetical, right? You're... And it's a dictator. Yeah. I might get my head chopped no, off. No, you're going to get okay. killed if you don't do it. <laughs> oh shoot! Yeah. Shoot! And it's not going to be as easy as head chopping off. It's going to be worse. Oh god! Yeah, then I'm going to do it. Then yeah. I don't care what I impose. It's like a tank of rabid manatees or something you'd be oh. thrown into. Well, you know, it's so funny because I love like designers like Dries Van Noten, and I like a real weirdly like a military structured and deconstructed kind of outfit. So I like drab yeah. greens and tans. I love black. So like weird 
a military off-the-shoulder outfit with straps. Yeah. I like a lot of leather straps and buckles. Yes. Looking, verging on like a steampunk So that's look. one. That is one. And is that for like people who are going to work? Yes. Okay, that's That would the work be your outfit. business. Like, that's your work outfit. And, and they would all be, they would look structural. They'd have similar colors, but they'd be very strappy. And then um, I would like outra- something outrageous that people could try to find their individuality in. Yes. Um, like sort of feathery, colorful, whatever that might be. And to just rainbow out and fully express yourself. And that would be for big public events or for fancy events. Nice. And then I really do, I am a big fan of sleep clothes. And so just some luscious, like almost like a giant black sack that we all get into for, yeah. for sleep time. I like that. Do you like that one? I think one? for sleeping we, as a world, we should all adopt that. Yeah. Uh, you know. Just zip on in and Dictator or no. Right. Comfort and. Yeah. Yeah, and warm. I love it. Well, Kristen, this has been amazing. I love you. (laughs) Thanks for doing this. Such a treat. Uh, Kristen Sussman, do you have anything to plug or anything? Just kindness to one another and uh, please be kind. Spiritual journey, like and go on a spiritual journey. Do it. Get on it. Run out of a party. Just run. Just run. See what happens. Good things will happen and bad. Yep. Just like life. That's life. Yes. I always forget that I should say, you know, hit, what is it? Hit like, hit. Yeah, like and subscribe, subscribe. this podcast, you guys. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. Thank and you, And good Tim. night to all. Mm.